the world is always changing. We can look back on our childhoods and reminisce about things that were so different when we were growing up. Did you have a record player, a cassette player, or a CD player to listen to music on? Whether you look at the world from five years ago, 10 years ago, or 25 years ago, there are clearly transformations always in progress. It's not just technology that morphs over time. There are also cultural changes. How we treat each other, what we expect of one another, those harder-to-quantify elements can mean a drastic shift in how it feels to live at different points in time. In this episode of Breaking Up with Binge Eating, we're going to explore some of the changes and what those might mean for you and your health goals. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. Here's where I'm going with this. If you struggle with binge eating disorder, another form of disordered eating, or just plain old feel a little too preoccupied with your body weight and dieting, there's never been a time in history when there was more understanding and help available to you. In my own lifetime, I've seen and felt changes to the stigma that occurs around mental health and disordered eating. I don't think it's ever something that should have been a cause for shame, but I had my own shame about it. And I've had people in my life who are unequivocally weirded out by the mention of anyone having a mental health issue. Don't tell my family you take medication for that. One man, uh, let's say boy, in my life told me. That same boy told me to make sure I hid the bottles really well if people came over to our apartment. Because we only had one bathroom, so inevitably a guest would use it. And heaven forbid they might see this deep, dark secret that I took a medication for depression. Oh my. Thankfully, opinions like that one are becoming rare, as more and more people speak out about their mental health and difficulties with eating. Including famous people like Kendall Jenner, Adele, Demi Lovato, Carrie Fisher, Emma Stone, Taylor Swift, Dwayne Johnson, Lady Gaga, Zayn Malik, and many others. When these famous people, as well as the not-famous everyday people like you and me, when we talk about mental health and eating issues just as we'd mention our allergies or migraines, we make it more okay for everybody else in the world to seek support and solutions. It's more okay than it ever was to admit that you're not feeling okay, and there's more places than ever that you can get support. The American Psychiatric Association did not even include binge eating disorder as its own diagnosis until 2013. But hey, you know, progress is progress. It was mentioned in 1994 as part of the DSM-4, but it was lumped under eating disorders not otherwise specified, which meant that not everyone was able to get treatment for it because insurance wouldn't necessarily cover it without its own diagnostic code. There's also more research being done all the time on binge eating and binge eating disorder. This led to the approval of the first drug treatment for treating binge eating disorder in 2015. It's also yielded tons of information for research-based practitioners like Mary Claire and I to know the best strategies for helping the people we work with. I mean, now we know all about the emotional and nutritional underpinnings that drive the pattern of binge eating, so we have super effective and proven techniques to use. 
We know how important it is for recovery to address our clients' communication skills, relationships, body image, rigid dieting practices, and anxiety-regulating strategies. I hate to think that 20 years ago, a lot of people were just given a diet pamphlet or weight loss medication and sent on their way when what they really needed help with was binge eating disorder. Here's the other thing about the world that has made irrevocable progress. You. Whether you're 25, 45, or 65, you can look back on the world you used to live in, and one major difference is how you see and interpret the world and all that happens to you. I had a chat with a friend this week about how if we could go back to grad school, knowing everything that we do now, we would have had so much less strife. We'd know when and how to ask for help, when to persevere on our own, and how to approach the different problems that showed up, whether it was university red tape or a microscope that wouldn't function. What situations did you face as a teenager or young adult that seemed impossible to solve? Did you ever think the world was ending because somebody made fun of you at school? Or because you couldn't go to a party and it seemed like everybody else was going? With the knowledge and life experiences you have today, those problems probably seem a whole lot different than they did at the time. They probably seem more manageable, like something that you could handle. As the saying goes, we grow through what we go through. Most clients who sign up for coaching with Mary Claire and I have more than a 10-year history of binge eating. So at one point, at least a decade ago, turning to large quantities of food seemed like the best option, or it seemed like the only option available. Maybe they were dieting too hard and desperately needed calories to sustain them, so they found a way to meet their needs. Or maybe they were going through mental or physical pain that they needed to escape. They might have been reeling with anxiety, and they didn't see any other clear way out. And so, they found binge eating. But in the last 10 or 20 years, life has built all of us up and helped us become wiser, more experienced people. We probably know a lot more about how to speak our minds, let go of toxic people, and make peace with who we are, what we like, and what we want no part of, no matter how popular it is. In the last 10 years, we've experienced joy. We've gone through sadness and hardship. We have more resources now. We can go to our favorite activities, trusted confidants, and safe havens to find comfort. We also know how to turn away from things that we know bring us down, like too much time looking at the news, flipping through fashion magazines, or the mood-murdering activity of comparing ourselves to actresses on screen. We are older, and we are wiser. Maybe, just maybe, you have the resources around you which make binge eating obsolete. Like the tape player you used to carry everywhere in high school, maybe binge eating is something you just don't have to carry anymore. Could you be carrying it with you? as outdated as it is, just out of habit? Of course. My husband told me an interesting thing this morning that he learned about frogs. It's from a book by Seth Godin. So humans have these big, intelligent brains, but we aren't nearly as good as frogs are at catching flies. How's that? 
It's because the frog's brain has specialized to be incredibly good at doing that specific task. Seeing the flies zipping around in the air, the frog knows exactly when and at what angle to shoot out its tongue and boom, lunchtime. But the frog needs to have the fly be in motion to detect it. It can't see a fly which is holding still. As my husband explained, you can put a frog in a cage with dead flies all around it and the frog will starve to death. As a side note, yes, we really do talk about things like this over breakfast. Note, I haven't confirmed this frog-fly thing scientifically, so if there's a herpetologist in the crowd that can correct me, feel free. But the idea that that sparked in my mind is that there are so many resources around us, but it's so easy not to see them. All around us, like this podcast. There are books... There are professionals, there are friends and lovers and dogs with furry bellies and wet kisses to hear your thoughts and to remind you that you are loved. You have paintbrushes and knitting needles, yoga spaces and Facebook support groups, music and sunsets to help us evoke our feelings and unleash the things we have to say when words just won't do. Yes, the world is always changing. And yes, you are always changing. While you might have needed them at some point long ago, consider if maybe you don't need to binge any longer. I'm Georgie Fear, and I will see you next week.